Howdy. This is Vosh. You may know me from the YouTube channel, Vosh, where I livestream. Most of it's garbage, but sometimes the good bits get uploaded here. This is Previously Live. There's this guy called iDubs, and he's doing the whole, like, ironic mustache mullet that a bunch of YouTubers in their early 30s are doing. Uh, I can't say that I approve of this trend myself. Don't play, thank you. You know, I think it's, I think it's shameful. But uh, I guess I'll make an effort to review this video on its own merits and not this. It looks good. I can understand how some people might say that it looks good. Uh, however, it is not my style. Vosh platforming some small YouTuber. Yeah, well, we'll see. Idubs, what's up? What's happening? What's the like-dislike on this? Yeah, I, f I figured it'd be about this. Look, the only thing I know is that, like, a long time ago on YouTube, iDubs would say the N-word. And now, he doesn't want to say the N-word. And some people are really mad about that. That's really, like, the only thing that I know. I'm, I'm not joking. That is, sincerely, that is, like, a summary that describes the whole dynamic. You know? Uh, all, the only thing I see, and it's from like these these like uh, leech drama accounts on Twitter commenting on this video, is they seem really offended by the concept of personal growth. I, I mean that sincerely. Like they're they're basically like, huh? You used to do this, but now you don't want to do it. Wow. And that's that's it. That's like the entire argument. It's it literally like you've changed. Well, like, I mean, yeah, the, the changing happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's watch the video. I dubs hit it up. For a while, I felt like if I changed my content over time, that people would see that as a reflection of who I am and what I value. Uh, but I, I'm starting to realize that that is a very weak and passive way to, you know, run my channel and live my life. So I, I think it's. You know, if I'm going to have the balls to go to Tana's uh, fan meetup and say slurs at her and then make a video about how it's okay to say slurs, mm -hmm. I, I think I should have the balls to make an apology video and take accountability for the mistakes I've made. So that's what this video is. I've realized that I need to be crystal clear about what I believe. Honestly, I think a lot of it is that people see him as weak now. If he was strongly confident about his new beliefs, I feel like more people would respect it. Uh, maybe. I, I don't watch enough of his stuff to get, like, a feeling for the entire way in which he handles this. The problem, okay, as I understand it, iDubbbz's videos have always been pretty smart and pretty funny. And even though he would go so far as to make, like, uh, jokes that had the N-word in it, I never really got the impression that he was ideologically racist. You could argue, you know, him being that frivolous about it contributed to people being racist, and I certainly think that it did, uh, and that is racist in a consequentialist sense. But ideologically, I don't think he's ever done any of this as like a cover for the mission to advance racism or anything. But, he, but he's always been a funny and I think fairly introspective person. And I think the problem is that when you make edgy content, depending on how things go, you know, you can attract a lot of different audiences. But there's a very high risk of attracting an audience that is all edge, no point. People who like the edge, because to them, 
edgy humor is just an excuse to get to say the stuff that you couldn't say if it wasn't in the guise of humor. The kind of people who like edgy jokes because otherwise they wouldn't get to make jokes about race. They wouldn't get to talk about women, black people, Jews, trans people, whatever else. In their case, the humor is actually secondary. The joke, it's not about laughing. They're not actually trying to subvert expectations. They just want to express bigotry in a way that, you know, they can kind of like plausibly deny the intention. I don't think he ever did that. But a lot of his audience liked him for that. You know? So as he's moved away from that stuff, I think a lot of people have seen his move as hypocritical, which to be honest with you, I don't. Uh, there's this um there's this lesser known live streamer. Uh um he, he uh he copied my style. He uh Destiny. Uh there's a story he used to tell. I'm sure he still does. I just I don't I don't watch him anymore. Uh about his use of um the F slur where he used to use it really frivolously, but then when he was in Poland doing some StarCraft training, or whatever, he heard somebody use the F-slur, like, in an obviously homophobic way, in a way that had no comedy, no context, it was pure vit vitriol. And in that moment, he realized, I think, something that maybe c seems obvious, but I think genuinely can be kind of hard to immediately understand in some online environments, that the F slur is, you know, a slur. It's not just like a hard-hitting word. For a lot of people, it carries a lot of weight, and a lot of people just like using it because of that weight, because it, um, you know, allows them to express their disdain for gay people or whatever. And then he tried to use it less or something like that. You know, I, I don't remember how the story ends. But you understand what I'm talking about here, right? All right, we'll assume that you do. Okay, move on. Take it away, iDubs. Leave. So there's no room for ambiguity. I am responsible for creating a lot of hurtful and damaging content on this channel. And I've also- I can immediately see why this is getting dislikes if he opens with this. I'll talk about it more in a bit. So created a culture of uh, apathy and I don't know, a lot of like cruelty as well. Like, you know, some of the videos I've made have been very, not edgy. I don't think they, they you know, some of these videos were edgy. I think they were just outright cruel. So I don't want people to, you know, get it confused about, you know, where I stand. I have made some cruel, hurtful content, and I need to... Oh, yeah, I can see why this is getting flack. All right. Man, we're only on minute one. Acknowledge that, and I'm really sorry that it's taken me this long to acknowledge it. The content I'm talking about specifically are content cop videos and videos where I was uh, just generally criticizing people for very lackluster reasons and uh you know obviously didn't have any accountability online whatsoever on my end i was morally grandstanding and acting as if i am any better than any of these people that i was making content cop videos on and i'm not i'm a human i'm a real human who makes mistakes and you know i mean this wait does he think he's not better than like leafy Ooh, yeah he's kind of beating himself up here a little bit huh a different set of mistakes than the people I was making videos on, but it doesn't matter. I don't think anyone deserves that level of cruelty or hate. It's also indoctrinated a lot of people into thinking that this is an okay way to behave, and it's not. It's, it's super irresponsible and shitty. I am very insecure about my ability to create interesting content or, like, entertain. Uh, it's gotten better over the years, but it's something that I have struggled with constantly. And it's one of the reasons why 
I, you know, kept making this hurtful content. You know, I, I ended up pivoting it into other things because I, you know, I felt bad about it, like innately. Um, but it's still something that I struggle with. And I don't want you to interpret that as an excuse, but I hope that that is relatable to other creators who maybe struggle with the same thing. Uh, okay. I've talked about this a little bit before, and I'm going to talk about it now in this context, okay? I want to talk to you guys about a little bit of self-help advice. I mean this sincerely, all right? Maybe you've heard me say this before. If you feel you've done wrong with your friends, if you've got a group of friends, you've asked too much of them, you've, um, you've burdened them in some way, practice thanking them rather than apologizing. It works almost every time. If you apologize, they are socially obligated to say, oh, it was no big deal, something they may or may not actually believe, and that might build resentment, and you feel like you've, you know, burdened them. But when you say, thank you, I know I've been a burden, and I really appreciate you seeing it through and helping me out, that's a bond-building statement that expresses a kind of mutual respect. It's a, it's a platform on which you can build good feelings. What we're seeing here is kind of the content creator version of this, where I feel like iDubs, rather than apologizing for what he was, he should explain why he feels differently now. You want to couch these feelings in um, affirmative language and affirmative thinking. Now, if he's a generally insecure person, then that's not always easy. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't like be forthcoming with how he feels. But what we're talking about here is him saying, I used to make content that I now feel is abusive, and I want to, and, and I feel bad about it now. And I think that the best thing that he could do in this case is rather than engaging in the apologetics, he could be uh, aspirational. He could talk about what his intentions were, and he could talk about how he better feels he can do that in the future, right? He can talk about how, you know, he felt like he was uh, taking people down a notch, and that he was, you know, being evocative and, and, and shock humor and, and edgy, funny, and so, you know, but he may have been doing so in an inelegant or unethical way, but he still wants to do that, like, underlying stuff. You know, he wants to still do the, the, the fundamentals. When you talk in apologetics in this way, the problem and the reason this video has so many dislikes is because he's implicating his audience. See, lots of people like that content cop stuff, like millions. So if he's apologizing and saying those were bad, not just bad like content rights, but like ethically bad, He's morally impugning the people who watch those. Now, you can argue whether or not that impugning is valid, whether or not it's like he should be, uh, you know, there is like a moral um, harm or, or concern if you're like a viewer and enjoyer of that content. I don't think personally that enjoying it makes you a bad person or anything like that. But it's something, you know, if you wanted to talk about it, you can. But that's a very confrontational attitude to take with the audience. You know what I mean? So... It's difficult to thread that line, but I guess we'll see how he continues. I'm not confident in my ability to entertain, and I think if I had to rely on my personality uh, to entertain people, that I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any amount of success. This is obviously very silly. Um, I guess this is like a pretty clear example of um, what do they call it? imposter syndrome? Uh, you know, people have criticized iDubs for a lot of stuff. I don't think anyone's criticizing him for not being funny. Uh, well, okay, I'm sure some people have. He's a big YouTuber, but, like, that's a pretty idiotic thing to say. It's iDubs, you know. He's 
he's pretty he's pretty he's a pretty funny guy i don't know yeah and that is uh really hard to come to terms with i was being very bigoted in a lot of my videos oh no and i justified it because you know i didn't think it was too serious and i thought that people were going to see that i had good intentions you know but that's so silly you know casual racism is still racism oh, casual no. bigotry is still bigotry and you know i said a lot of things that uh I, I look back at and i cringe now and i'm like that is an awful thing to say it, it doesn't matter what my intentions are like if i'm hurting people i'm hurting people and you know okay Ooh, okay here's another really good bit of advice so this is uh this is a rhetorical thing all right if you are if you are making comments about your content in a way that kind of implicates the interests of the people who watched it, the best thing that you can do to make people not feel attacked by this is to divide your audience into two groups, the good ones and the bad ones, and to nebulously refer to the bad ones as a kind of, well, some people took it too far and did this, because then every audience member who thinks themselves a good person will automatically slot themselves in the good person category, and that way you don't immediately create this friction that leads them to then uh, stop paying attention to the video. When people feel attacked or directly confronted, especially like young people or insecure people or emotional people, and, uh, you know, the way he's phrasing stuff here will definitely lead to those, um, lead to those feelings, um, they, they shut down, they stop listening. So you want to levy these criticisms in a way that invites the individual to question themselves. Have I done the thing he's talking about, or am I fine? You don't want to be watching the video and to get the impression that he's just flatly saying, oh yeah, it was racism, we were all racist, we watched racist videos, they were racist, it contributed to racist harm, so on and so forth. How could people feel attacked by this? That's seriously some thin skin if they do. Let me try, let me try to think of a... Um, let me try to think of a good comparison here. Okay. I get in fights with people online a lot. I always stand by what I say and what I believe. I'm a pretty confident person. When I do change my mind on stuff, I try to work everyone through my thought process because I feel like we should all kind of move in that in that direction. Um, ideally, right? You don't have to agree with me on everything, but I try to construct the, the, the path so we know what's happening with me. I guess a good example of this would be a lot of you guys have really valiantly defended me on the, on the principle that I don't really do much active infighting. People attack me and I defend myself, but I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't go out of my way to cause drama. I really don't. If you take a look at disagreements between me and other content creators, overwhelmingly, it's um, a product of their deliberate antagonism to which I respond. So with that in mind, imagine if I made a video one day where I said, yeah, I, I apologize for all of this. I've been harassing people. I've been abusive. My community was abusive. My videos have been abusive and there's no excuse for it. Wouldn't you feel implicated? Even if you logically can go, you know, like, okay, well, I've been fine. Don't you think on some level, some of you might think, okay, you know, I kind of stood with him on a lot of this. He changed his mind, but what, now I'm bad? You know, like he, you understand? I, hopefully you, you get what I mean. Now, obviously, this isn't perfectly comparable, but there are people in my community who would feel that way, and I understand why they would. Um, you know, we ride or die. Who the f*** knows what my intentions are? Like, I sarcasm and, like, uh, jokiness and jokey tone only goes so far, especially over the internet. Even in real life, that's, like, an impossible thing to know with 100% certainty. I've just always had this 
dumb philosophy that I'm not responsible for you know, my audience and uh, how they behave beyond what content I put out. That, ha that is a poisonous attitude for content creators. Um, you aren't perfectly responsible for everything every member of your audience does. However, the general like collective behavior of your audience is shaped by your content and it is reflective of what you do and what you say. So yeah, I, I agree with him on this. That idea, like I'm not responsible for my audience, it's, it's incredibly cowardly. And uh, that's stupid. It, and it's, it's led to a lot of hate and a lot of bad outcomes. And uh, I just want to make it clear that I am absolutely responsible this for my audience. Is a big crack down and, the side. Uh, you know, I guess if you want to, you know, look out for people who are red flags, it's definitely people who had my mentality that say uh, I'm not responsible for what my audience does. I know that. I, I fully agree. I think that's a huge red flag. Again, to be clear, you're not responsible for everything everyone in your audience does. That's ridiculous. But your audience as a whole, as a group is pretty reflective of how you are, right? Like, of course, yeah. If you're a certain type of way, your audience will be a certain type of way. You can choose how to cultivate or punish or reward behavior in your community, what to prioritize, what to promote. That's, that's, just, that's just obvious, you know? The only people who say they're not responsible for their audience are the kinds of people who know their audiences are bad and don't want to take accountability for it. This apology isn't enough. I, I've clearly done a lot of damage. You know, these videos have been up for a long time and, and have accumulated millions of views. I shouldn't be able to just make an apology video and walk away from it. This is something that I should live the rest of my life with. Okay. N no. The, 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 the fundamental principle of rehabilitation as a social like norm, as a value, is the idea that you are not eternally defined by your past actions. Um, I mean, obviously, all of us have to live the rest of our lives with everything we do. Like, I will have to live the rest of my life with the knowledge I brushed my teeth this morning. It, like, like, that's, that's, you know, that's like tautological almost. But in terms of like, I bear the moral weight of my sin, that's not true at all. Um, it, it, does, it doesn't work like that, you know? We, we do bad things sometimes. We do good things sometimes. But if you just do good things in the future, there you are. You're set. I wonder who he's making this for. The only people that I see go after iDubs are like Sam Hyde fans and lunatic drama-mongering YouTubers who hate him because he isn't reactionary. I don't... Is, is there like a... He's making this for himself? Yeah, I think you're right. This is, um... This is like the least grifty thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, this, like, this is, this isn't just not grifting. This is like, um, this is like torpedoing your, like, like, I mean, think of what he's doing here, right? He's so honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, credit for that, for sure, you know. Um, yeah, this is, this is reverse grifting. Man. And I expect to. Uh, I've profited off of this bigoted wish content I could talk for years, and I've made Ian a successful Ian. career out of it. And that's not right. Uh, I think that this is only a step in the right direction, and I know that a lot more needs to be done to even approach um, a life that I would think would be like uh, acceptable. I am running ads. Yeah, he's he is approaching this from a very like personal. I need to absolve my sins perspective. Which I again I think is very respectable 
when it comes to like honesty and virtue, but in terms of producing good outcomes, um, I guess we'll see. On this video and uh, any revenue uh, generated from this video, I'm going to match and donate to an organization that you know would have been particularly effective. I'm sorry, I got a, a twenty dollar loan from from YouTube chat that I think is worth addressing. God's truth seeker with the twenty dollars. Thank you, Vosh. You should see Shu's opinion. Um, I've seen enough for her opinions. Thank you. The reason so many are upset is because he's painting a pic of himself in his old vids that never really existed. He was never a bigot. The HR department apology is for a demonized version of himself. I, I want to be clear, this isn't an HR department apology because this is sincere, um, which is kind of like antithetical to the whole HR department apology idea. Um, but I, but I, I think I agree. I, I do think he's he's kind of, he's like falling on the sword in a way that he doesn't have to. I think that, I think that he is a talented comedian and a smart guy. I think that he's made some mistakes, as have we all. And I think the best thing that he could do is try to move in a direction while convincing those around him that you can be socially conscientious. You don't have to be this like nihilistic, amoral asshole um, while still being really funny and even being edgy. That, uh, yeah, I, I get, I'm, yeah. Affected mm. by the type of rhetoric that I've been spewing on this channel. And again, this isn't the end of what I'm doing. This is just the start. I don't feel like a lot of this content represents me as a person, uh, at least not anymore. There was a time where it probably perfectly represented me because I was a nasty, apathetic, insecure person. Now, now that I don't feel like it represents me and I want to distance myself from it and keep it from, you know, indoctrinating more people, I'd like to unlist the videos so that people, you know, can access them still for whatever, you know, purposes they might want to do that for. Um, but it's not being proliferated on the website. I, I feel like that that's the best solution, at least for the time being. And for anyone who liked those videos, I, I you know, I want this video to be uh, an example and a lesson for you. You know, you can like content, but you can also think that it's irresponsible and it's hurting other people. So just tap into that part of your brain that's saying like, oh, okay, it's like, it's probably not that important that this video stays online because truthfully, uh, I've seen it, I've experienced the content, but it's done a lot of damage. We, we can just let it, we can let it go. I'm sorry to everyone that I made comments. Hmm. Um. Generally speaking, I don't think the term responsible, like, we can be responsible. I don't think that's very rhetorically effective. Again, I know that he's being sincere and this isn't like a politician speech or anything. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever seen a message which, which involved a call to greater responsibility for an online audience resonating well with them. Because that's not something online audiences typically work with. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty difficult to sell. I, there's, there's a better way to put that forward, I believe content cop videos on. I, I still don't like the majority of you, and that's fine, but I can recognize that you did not deserve the hate and harassment that I sent your way. I particularly want to apologize to Tana. Tana, I'm sorry. I should have never made that video. I harassed Tana in person and then harassed her online, and that's deplorable behavior. It's so stupid. I'm also sorry to all the black viewers and minority groups who oh, no. had to put up with that video and put oh, up with you know, the phrases. I, I said either it's all okay or none of it's okay. And that's just so dangerous and stupid. 
I have made content that I'm proud of over the years. The original tactical N-word. Uh, iDubs didn't do tactical N-words. iDub did indiscriminate carpet N-words, okay? I iDubs had Moab N-words. It hasn't been as consistent as maybe I'd like it to have been, but, you know, there is a lot of content that I think had a net positive on the world, and, you know, I'm going to strive to continue on that trend. Uh, but again, I'm not... I'm, I'm absolutely going to... Yeah, huge. <laughs> iDubs would drop, like, cluster landmine N-bombs um, so that it would settle into the nooks and crannies and fields and forests of YouTube uh, so that, you know, like, uh, peasant children would find them while playing in the forest and, and, and just hear the N-word blared at them by a white guy out of nowhere. Continue to make mistakes, but I want the mistakes to be a lot smaller and a lot less serious. I also want to give some clarity to the post-fight speech that I gave. I mean, it wasn't a speech. It was a, a phrase. I was like, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> but oh, context. At the end of the more recent uh, creator clash where he invited YouTubers to beat the shit out of each other, he had a, uh, a very emotional and sincere final statement to the crowd. Uh, I, I believe he was quite happy here. So this isn't like sadness, just... No, not everyone saw it. I, I really do uh, appreciate the support, and, um, uh, you know, thank you for coming. That was addressing the people over the years that I neglected and I left behind. You know, the people whose feelings I, you know, didn't take into consideration. Those are the people who I was addressing as, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Anyone who thinks that I should be shouting the N-word from the rooftops, I don't want to be your cup of tea. Now I want to talk about events and situations that have happened over the past five years of my life that have led me to the place I'm at now. One year I was at a convention and a bunch of fans were, you know, wanting pictures. And this particular fan came up to me and said, I know you probably don't like transgender people, but can I, you know, get a picture? That smacked me in the face. I was like, oh, holy shit. Oh my God, it's literally the Destiny F slur story. Why would you think that? But I mean, it was fairly obvious. I was being cruel, hateful, bigoted, and uh, being very uncaring about people's feelings. That is a very fair assessment to make. I was giving this person bad vibes, and I think I've given a lot of people extremely bad vibes. Another event that was very important for me. A lot of, so this is a, a mark of sincerity that I don't think a lot of people appreciate, but coming face to face with your audience as an online content creator can be a real come to Jesus moment, especially if you're fairly large and you've been at it for a couple of years. Now, every time I've met people from my own audience, I have had a positive experience. That is a, that it, so far that is a 100% success rate in meeting people that I know. Uh, and I, and you know, for that reason, and for many other reasons, I think that I have a pretty excellent community. Um, but I, I think, yeah, now, now you're all going to conspire to ruin that streak. Uh, I, 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 imagine, imagine being a decent person and meeting a member of your audience who is both a very indecent person and who loves you for all of the reasons you don't like yourself. You understand what I'm talking about? That is a strange thing. Now, that's not happened to me, I'm happy to say. I know people to whom that has happened. 
uh, and I can I can conceptualize it, and I I think that that would would prompt reflection in most people. Now, a lot of people just don't care because they're also bad people. Like a lot of YouTubers don't give a shit because they're bad people. Like they earn their bad audience. Uh, there are plenty of people on YouTube who just like are in it for the money, so they don't really care. Uh, they're not very introspective. Um, but you know, introspection is just a plain good thing. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, guys. That's that's pretty straightforward. Uh, even if sometimes that introspection leads to like a cringy level of over self analysis, which I think in some instances is happening here. I really think it's, I don't think over analysis is the issue. I think it's mostly just like low self esteem here uh, and bad rhetoric in the delivery of some of these points. But, you know, the introspection is still valuable. I have the feeling iDubs feels this way because of his new friendships guilt tripping him into this woke scold stance. A couple of things. First of all, he's not woke scolding. Everything that he said is true, with the exception of, you know, I, I think he's underselling, like, the value of his earlier content. More self-deprecating than anything, but it's not woke. This isn't woke scolding. And for two, I, I don't know anything about, like, his friends moving him over. I, I, I can't I can't confirm or deny that. I don't know. If if there are people in his life who have moved him over, um, who have made him the way he is now, then my only hope would be they're not contributing to like a sense of guilt on his part. But I, I don't know. Like I don't know anything about his friends. Me to experience was I went on a boxing podcast. I was basically like trying to walk back my uh, Tana content cop. Uh, you know, I was still very like insecure and uncomfortable with the fact that I made that video. And, uh, but I was still coping. You'll see me struggle in this clip to, you know, say that it was wrong. So I just wanted to uh, let you talk on that, right? Because obviously uh, using the N word is definitely frowned upon by a lot of people, especially by a non-African American, but I was just curious. That was a very weird video because I wanted to like criticize her for her like sort of flagrant use of it. I've been pretty flagrant about it too, not in the same way. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I thought there was a message to be, to be shared there. And um, I don't think it was particularly it was okay in criticizing her, but I think it, like, I probably wasn't the person to deliver the message, if that and, makes sense. And, and, there was a, a mess. Mm, okay, I'm going to criticize this clip, I think. ...that I was trying to put out there, and, like, I'm not really the person to put out that message. I don't regret making the video. I think, you know, there's, there's uh, bits and pieces to take from it that I think are valuable, uh, but, you know, I probably wouldn't make it these days. I'm very grateful to those guys and how they uh, broached the subject. I, I think if we're talking... So... Speaking from a purely utilitarian perspective, I would think it ideal that iDub successfully convince as many people in his audience as possible that what he's doing and what he's feeling and what he's thinking right now are like valid and reasonable ways of thinking. In other words, how convincingly he delivers his arguments, that's an important part of this. That's on the table. Rhetoric is always on the table. Even if you're being sincere, even if you're pouring your heart out, it's always there. And I don't generally think that line, the I'm not the person to make this or I'm not the person to say this, I think like that has a hit rate of like a flat zero outside of like very left-leaning communities um, because it comes across like, and by, and by the way, I'm not even a fan of that line. I've always believed that, you know, you should, if, if, if you have a good argument to make, you can make it. You don't have to be of any 
race, background, gender, sexual identity, like it doesn't matter. If you've got the argument, the argument's true, then you're you're good to go. You can argue that rhetorically, you might not be the best person to make the argument. For example, if I have a phenomenal argument against the casual use of the N-word that I want to deliver to somebody, my argument might be objectively correct. However, I am rhetorically hampered by the fact that they could pull up clips from my stream um, as, a, as an epic debunk of my perceived authenticity, which wouldn't be a valid counter-argument to what I've said, of course, but again, it's optics, it's rhetoric, it's, it's a mess. That's, that's politics, baby. You know how it is. Um, all that... No, no, no. I know he wasn't explicitly talking about race. I'm just saying in general. Okay. All together, though, broadly speaking, I feel like... I feel like if I was in his position, I would do everything in my power to try to sell people on the idea that I still think those videos were funny because I made them with a different set of intentions, with a different lens with a different framework than I currently have. In retrospect, he appreciates the value, but upon reflection, he now sees problems that he wants to amend, he wants to correct, he wants to improve. Um, because when he starts saying stuff like, well, I don't think they're valuable at all, you know, they're not funny, I was insecure, this was harmful, it will make a lot of audience members feel attacked. Object because you know, it didn't put me on the defensive. It just made me realize, like, I'm stupid. I'm stupid, and I really need to, like, acknowledge these things. Like, like, what am I doing? I'm still trying to make excuses for myself and, like, you know, why I made that video. It's like, it was a dumb idea. I harassed someone. I was saying slurs, and I was trying to justify it all. A very big thing that has sort of altered my view on all of this is just the amount of hate and harassment my wife, Anissa, has received over the years. Uh, she's had to deal with it from the beginning of our relationship, and I have done a horrible job at acknowledging her and her feelings for it. I, a lot of the time, I just thought that that was, that was her problem, or that was, um, you know, other people's problem. Like, it's not my problem that you're getting hate and harassment. And it's like, no, it absolutely is. You know, that's the culture that I cultivated, and I, you know, didn't do anything to change that. You know, over the years, it's changed a little bit, but... You know, I don't think I've still fully uh, acknowledged how how responsible I am for the amount of harassment that Anissa has had to deal with. And this year, I decided to speak more candid. He was nagged into making this video. I think that's a really f stupid thing to say. We don't need to strip agency from the process here, okay? Even if you disagree with the stuff he said, I, I mean, I would I would need to see evidence to that point, right? I mean, this comes across as pretty sincere to me. If you have any criticisms for it, I think you should squarely level it at him. There's this tendency I, by nag. I don't know. Do you mean? Do you mean like the the wife or the girlfriend or whatever? I, I forget the exact. I forget. Even though he just said it, I forget the exact nature of the relationship. There's always this like. There's this narrative of like women being a corrupting force on the men they're with, and his 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 partner is a OF model. I remember that much. So a lot of right-wing people are like, ah, you cuck, your, your hot girlfriend's tits are online. This is important somehow. And, um, and like, ah, she's like ruining him. She's corrupting him. Which like, the, the idea of women being this like temptress force that, that turns men astray and ruins them, this is like a millennia old thing. But like, this is like, this isn't even medieval thinking. This is like, Mesopotamian thinking, okay? 
Um, you need evidence to make that claim. And, and be more open about who I am as a person and to speak on my life a little bit more. And I did that on Anthony Padilla's podcast. These are the people that I'm attracting. These are the people that I'm entertaining. Mm. Like, I need to reevaluate things. They are relating and enjoying this content for a reason. And that's not maybe the same reason that I'm trying to make. I had a very... I think what he should say is like, I made these videos to be incisive. I made them to be funny. There is like edgy content there. There is stuff that at the time I thought was part of that like edgy comedy, but I've noticed a lot of people who like these videos don't care as much about the comedy or the point being made. They care about the fact that it's like funny to say the N-word, which, you know, are some of those videos funny? Sure, absolutely. And I'm, you know, happy that I made them. But I think if that's what people are taking from them, like, oh, you know, now we have an excuse. Like, that's kind of weird. And I don't know if those people are the ones that I want, like, clamoring to my content. Something like that, you know? Something like that. I think that would be... Hey, Keffles. Last September, items followed me, and he told me his wife had been updating him to drop cable cars. She was getting stalked them for five years. I have a lot of respect for him for sticking up for her. Online stalking and harassment is a rumental toll on people. Oh, yeah, for sure it does. Absolutely. And you would definitely know, right? What the f***? Guidubs hasn't followed me. Very Wild West mentality when it came to online uh, mm -hmm. behavior. Like, people are going to do what they want to do. People are going to say what they want to say. Um, and I can pretty much do the same because uh, it's the internet. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you have to be a lot more responsible. If you guys are at all interested in how I've arrived here, that video gives, you know, a good bit of context and talks about some of my life a little bit. There is a clip from this interview that's been floating around the internet. Oh, wait, I don't even follow him. Why don't I follow him? It's me calling my fans antisocial and basement dwellers. And I was like, I didn't like, you know, interacting with my fans. I just want to be clear, like, I, that was my realization. I think a lot of people are like, of course that happened. is because you were creating that culture and you were attracting those people. And it's like, yes, I know. I know now. I didn't know before. <laughs> it was my realization upon, you know, meeting more and more fans that I was like, oh, shit. You guys are, are struggling. It was easy for me to identify them struggling when they were outside of my- Just one clarification, one sentence from him, where he says something like, look, I know like most of my fans are great people, but there are there is this group, and then he would continue, would just do unbelievable good to the effectiveness of this video on the people listening and to the discourse that will be produced by it. Like just that, just that would do so much. Maybe that isn't what he thinks, Lamau. Well, I doubt he sincerely believes that every single one of the millions of people who have followed him are all bad people. So I, I think it would be more technically correct to say there are a lot of good fans, but there's this group. I don't think that would be dishonest. If he does sincerely believe that all of his followers or fans are bad people, then I don't think he would like even try to make this video. Um, uh, that'd be a very silly thing to think, I think. Body. But the antisocial basement dwelling incel that was inside here, uh, I, I couldn't acknowledge that. I couldn't recognize that. So I needed the mirror to be held up to me. In closing, I want to say that I have always thought that I was an empathetic person because I thought, well, I get angry. I get sad. Of course I got empathy. Seems easy, right? Empathy. I definitely have that. There were moments where like a dog would die in a, in a film and I'd cry. So it's like, of course I have empathy. But I never did. Uh, I think only in these past couple of years have I gained the ability empathy, and it, I'm very ashamed to admit that. It sounds it sounds really pathetic 
to say at the age of 32, I've acquired empathy, but I have, and I've realized it because I just like can't help myself, but uh, like feel for other people's pain and suffering now. I'm still not perfect. I, you know, I, I think that is, uh, you know, my empathy meters only maybe like a quarter of the way filled up potentially, but it's at least there. And uh, I just want you guys to know that uh, you can unlock ability empathy if you, you know, experience more life. It might take you getting hurt a little bit, but uh, it's worth it. It is so worth it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Even with my personality as is, if I was like an iDub super fan, I probably would find this video pretty patronizing and or condescending and or like a direct attack on my personality. There's very little room being carved out here for the possibility of having enjoyed his content and not already being a bad person. Like the, rhetorically, the way this is framed, it just, it doesn't seem to be giving room to that which is just going to have a lot of people being pretty defensive, you know? Hmm. He's got to be in a pretty bad emotional place. That's really unfortunate. It's going to be worse after this video because people are going to react to it. Well, already are reacting to it really negatively. Um, of course, keep in mind, nothing that he's saying here is wrong. And the people attacking him over this are, of course, empathy deficient. I mean, look at this video. Imagine getting, like, like imagine attacking him over this, right? Like, he's not wrong. He's right. They're dipshits. Purely in, like, a, a, a pragmatic sense, rhetorically. It is unfortunate. Can we see the like-dislike ratio? Uh, it's like 50-50. Or no, it's two to one. And it's three-fifths to two-fifths. So, thank you for watching, everyone. I do want to create more regular content. And, um... Bosh, reach out. I don't, I don't have the pull to talk to iDubs. Um... He's quite a bit larger than I am. You know, I don't want to just have the next five videos be apologies. So I, I have uploaded a squirrel video on my second channel. If you want to watch that, I guess as one final thing, I just want to thank everyone who's given me the space and the compassion to grow as a person because it's taken longer than it probably should have. I appreciate everyone. And I think most importantly, I appreciate my wife, Anissa. She has been insanely uh, compassionate and helpful and patient in uh, you know, allowing me to grow over the years and has, has legitimately encouraged me to be a better person and not a better person in just like the, you know, uh, iDubs becoming woke kind of way. She has, she was the one who said that I should try this boxing thing. I would have never done that on my own because I was insecure and I was pathetic. I did this and I'm so glad I did. Uh, it's been amazing. So Anissa, I love you. You're amazing. Right now you're streaming. Ah, uh, but bon voyage, toodles. Yeah. I wish him the best of luck, but I can, I, I know that, like, this video is going to exacerbate a lot of the uh, harassment that he's received. Um, it seems like he's in too bad of an emotional place to, I guess, fully understand the, the position he's in. I, I don't really know. I, 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 I'm, I may be coming at this from the wrong angle. Um, because, like, I talk politics, and I like rhetoric. I like the study of rhetoric. So the, um, you know, not everyone is going to make a video like this and think, like, okay, delivery, presentation, how do we do this, how do we do that? And I get that fully. Um, it's still important to take into consideration. 
because I can't help but feel like there's a universe, not the one we live in, but uh, someone else, you know, some other one, uh, where he's not getting anywhere near the flack that he's getting here, you know? Where he's, um, where he got through it. I don't know. Maybe he still will. There's plenty of time, right? I think you're definitely politics brain this one. No, no, no. To be clear, I'm objectively correct on this. Um, this is why uh, celebrities hire PR managers. No matter how sincere or insincere you are, whether you're motivated by grift or humanitarian interest, uh, everyone needs good rhetoric. There's no getting around it. You need good rhetoric when proposing to your to your your fiance to be. You need good rhetoric everywhere. Talking to your parents, talking to your children, talking to rhetoric, rhetoric all the time, all the time. People who are good at speaking get so much further in life. Uh, they get so much more out of life, I think, in some instances at least. Uh, it's just good to know. Communication skills, very important. And he doesn't falter at all in communication skills. He's a comedian. Clearly, you have to be a good communicator to be a comedian. It's just um, this this particular situation, his feelings of guilt, his, his, his desire for absolution, his perception of both his earlier content and his audience... I think they're muddied up a bit. I think they're twisted a little bit because of that guilt. I think that guilt and insecurity are negatively affecting his ability to understand not only the best way to deliver all this, but also the situation at large. But I agree fundamentally with basically every point he's made. Not all, not all the stuff he said about his past, but, but, but generally speaking, I agree with it. I think he's a good person. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish I could talk to him, you know? On or off stream. 